Welcome to the Edutainer Podcast. My name is Erin Albert, and in this podcast, we explore the intersection of education and entertainment. Stay tuned for another great episode coming up next. Hey, everybody, it's Erin Albert. It is Monday, July 20th, 2020. There's a lot of 20s there. But hey, I want to congratulate you for sticking it out with me to the bitter end, the art of finding a new or better job during a pandemic. We are on the final step officially today of the 10-step process. We'll get to that in a second. But I wanted to give you all heads up that even though the series is technically done over here at the Edutainer, we're going to bring you a little bit, bit of a bonus feature over at The Point Podcast with Apex Benefits. If you want to go out and subscribe to that now so you don't miss an episode, we're going to focus on the HR professional's point of view during the pandemic and hiring on the flip side. What are HR professionals thinking about? How do they go about culling through that stack of amazing candidates? What processes are they using at companies to go through those? What do you need to think about as a candidate as you go through the HR process at companies? The special guest that I'll be interviewing and talking with and sharing with is a fellow colleague at Apex Benefits. Her name is Brooke Salazar, and she is also an attorney, but her area of specialty and where she's worked most of her career lies in and around HR. So she's going to give us kind of a behind the curtain scenes, if you will, on what's going on during the pandemic, what employers are thinking about, and how to really get yourself on top of the stack as that finalist, that amazing candidate. So let's get back to step 10. I would welcome your feedback as well. Throughout the series, if something specifically resonated with you that you tried, maybe it helped. Uh, maybe there's things that you learned along the way that have really helped you in your career journey. Love to hear from you. Shoot me a tweet. Uh, send me a private message. I'm all over social media. And thanks again for listening. Let's get back to step 10 of the art of finding a new or better job during the pandemic. Hey, everybody, it's Aaron Albert. We are at step 10, the final step of the art of finding a new or better job during a pandemic. First off, I want to congratulate you for sticking it out with me over the course of the 10 episodes. If you've caught all of them, I hope you have. I hope you found something, one little nugget helpful in this entire series, maybe more than one nugget. Secondly, if you are, you know, still in the process, hang in there. This too shall pass. You'll get through it. We'll get through it. We will. And I know with the, the second spikes that are coming in a lot of states, a lot of employers are kind of shutting down again. I know a lot of people have been laid off now twice in some instances, and it can be an exasperating process. But hang in there. And I commend you for sticking it out with me over here at this tiny podcast on these 10 steps to help you get the job of your dreams. And we will get through this during the pandemic. Okay, so 10 steps. I'm going to recap the first nine. First, number one, know thyself. Number two, getting a job is a full-time job. Number three, establish a routine through alerts. Step four, email your network. Step five, find a wing woman or man. Step six, 
customize each and every application. Step seven, hit LinkedIn. Who do you know? Step eight, track your progress. And step nine, one of my least favorite of the whole series, get ready for video interviewing. Okay, today is step 10, follow up. Follow up, two words, but so much more than just those two words. Now, remember how I said in step one, 99% of the population, 95% of the population doesn't do, they just skip over to probably about step six in the process. So if you took the time to understand who you are, again, congratulations. But that percentage is probably analogous to the the step 10 as well in follow-up in that I think follow-up can really make or break your candidacy. And I argue that probably 95% of the population, again, doesn't do a great job in follow-up. But you're going to be the 5% after listening to this episode today. So follow-up, what does that mean? Well, for me, it meant in every stage of the process, I wanted to acknowledge in some physical form the connection, uh, either it, if it was an HR screening call, if it was a face-to-face on video, if it was an email exchange, whatever the case may be, you always want to thank, be grateful for the opportunity, and then if you can, I think the extra step that so many people and so many candidates skip out on, and they shouldn't because it really can distinguish you, is send a handwritten thank you note. Now, often the pushback that I get around suggesting that is, well, I don't know the person's address and nobody reads mail anymore. Okay. Number one, we have this awesome thing called the internet. And if you're interviewing, you're interviewing with a person, yes, but they work for a company. And pretty much every legit company out there in the universe has a physical address. So you can look it up doing a simple Google search, find their corporate address, and you put their name and their title on the front of the envelope. And I would say 99% of the time, that company is going to find that person and get them the snail mail. Secondly, people say that they don't really like snail mail. But think about it. You get mail at your house every day. When you finger, finger through your mail, when you get it out of the box, what's the first thing you do? I know what I do. I look through it to see if there's anything handwritten in that pile. Because guess what? I'm going to open that first. Certainly not going to run to my bills, and I'm certainly not going to run to the junk mail. I want to run to the handwritten note that uh, is probably from a friend that is heartfelt and actually written instead of via email. Now, email thanks are nice, but I'm going to say... One more time, because I think I've declared it several times here on the podcast. It's not enough to distinguish you. Every email looks the same. So what I want you to do, especially if you really want that job, is I want you to send a handwritten thank you. If you don't believe me, and I'm not the only person that says this, I strongly suggest you read the book, The Thank You Economy by Gary Vaynerchuk. 
what I love about that book is that he does the best job in articulating online activity and translating that into the real world. Barack Obama, with his presidential campaign, did the same thing. So when you signed up on Facebook, you then were followed up with both online and in the real world, IRL. And I think the real world right now is so much more, I guess, appreciated now that we can't do face-to-face interviews, that physical manifestations of thank yous in the form of thank you notes I think are that much more valuable and treasured. And maybe I'm old school. Maybe I'm a nerd. Maybe I love my pen pal days, whatever. But I'm going to tell you, I have an entire wall in my office that I call the Wall of Fame. And it has each and every one of my thank you notes on it. And I keep those because they're so valuable. It's like a point in time that's been captured to pen and paper that you'll never get back. And so I know I'm waxing poetic about the thank you note, but I do believe strongly in them in that I think they can really set you apart as the candidate uh, that should be the last candidate standing. But really, you should be doing that throughout your career. Not just when you're looking for a job, but if you can, all the time, because people need to be appreciated, right? And if they're caught doing great things and you memorialize that in a writing, that's amazing. I mean, I've seen professors put thank you notes in their dossiers for promotion and tenure. It's that important. And I know it's trite in some instances like residency interviews at mid-year, people put out bowls so you can toss in your thank you note, your handwritten thank you note, which I would never, ever recommend. But I think it's really important to follow up in writing if you can. So that doesn't just mean a thank you note, a physical thank you note either. I think on that tracker that we talked about back in step eight, Go back to the tracker. I put a column in there about follow-up. And one thing I think that's really important during the pandemic is that it may have stretched out your candidacy timeline, meaning that one week a company might be hiring and then they may need to go on hiring freeze for a couple of weeks again because of COVID. But you don't want to lose contact with that organization if there's still a candidate in your mind for the position that you interviewed for. So one thing you want to keep doing is following up with those organizations that haven't yet made a decision. Because you never know when they're going to release the gates again. And I think right now with the 4th of July holiday being the perfect example, people thought they were going to be or Several states were going to be opening up when, in fact, we were having record levels of COVID cases again. So you have to be staying on top of those connections and checking in on a regular basis. So when they are ready to open the gates again, you're going to be the first person in line. So what I mean by that is keep a record of how often you're following up with those organizations. So if you're, you know, applying to 40, 50, 60 jobs or more, 
you have to stay in contact with those folks if they haven't yet made hiring decisions. Even if they have made hiring decisions, sometimes if you really, really want to work for that company, you should stay in front of those individuals anyway because they may have other opportunities that are just around the corner that they're going to think of you for first. So get good with LinkedIn. Get a routine after you connect with people in uh, you know, an interviewing situation to connect to them online at LinkedIn as well and keep in touch with your network. Maybe it's a simple email. Hey, just checking in. I had a great conversation with you. I really appreciated your time. I'm checking in on the position XYZ that I had interviewed for. If you're not making a decision right now, I completely understand. Just please let me know when uh, or if I should stay connected and or follow up and leave it at that. It doesn't have to be super long, but I think a lot of people will appreciate that because some HR people got their hands really full right now. They've got to worry about keeping their current employees safe, healthy. Um, maybe they have to do some hard decisions like furloughing or laying people off. And a lot of that is super stressful for the HR people right now, too. So if you can cut them a break and stay in front of them without you know, them having to do the work to keep up with you, they're going to appreciate that at some point. So that's why I think thank yous and follow-up are so important right now. Uh, make it easy for the universe to say yes to you, whether that's an HR person at the company of your dreams or you just never know. Maybe there's another connection that might fall out of that networking that you've been doing during your job search and journey. Also, I think it's monumentally important to thank everyone back in your journey uh, as well. Meaning, in step four, when you emailed your network, once you finally have that job lined up and you're good to go, and you know maybe sometimes you even want to wait a week or two into the job before you announce it to the universe, but go back and thank the people that helped you get to where you are today. If somebody gave you a great reference, you want to thank them. If someone connected you to somebody who was a hiring manager, you want to thank them. You want to do what you can to pay it forward if and when you can. Uh, I think it's really important to make sure that your social capital bank account is full again because you're going to take out a lot during the job search process. So you don't want to be that person who just takes and takes and never gives back. So acknowledge the people that helped you get to where you are today. I think that's so important. And keep plugging away. If you, if you keep repeating those 10 steps, I think you will find that at some point you will find a great job. Now, will it be the job of your dreams? That's up to you. Only you know how much you have in savings and how much time you can tolerate to holding out for your dream job. Maybe your dream job isn't out there right now, and that's okay too. A job doesn't have to be the job. I think it's important to make sure that our bank accounts are taken care of and our social capital and our social networks are taken care of. And if we're paying the bills and we don't have the best job on the planet ever or what we thought we would end up with, that's okay. 
And then sometimes, just like in my instance, you'll end up with an even better gig than you had before. And you'll be surprised in a pleasant way that you took the journey and found something that was amazing that maybe you never even would have considered before. So there you go. Step 10, follow up. Don't be the person that does one and run. (laughs) Be the person that stays in front. This is Aaron Albert. I hope you found the 10 steps during the art of finding a new or better job during a pandemic helpful. Again, I might be back with a guest or two to follow up on this mini series, but these are the 10 steps that I personally use to find my own new career pivot and step at Apex Benefits during the pandemic. I know it works because it worked for me. Will it work for you? I don't know. I don't have that answer. Only you can decide whether or not you want to utilize these 10 steps that work for me. Take care. Until next time, onward. If you've enjoyed anything in this series or it's been helpful in any way, please tweet me at Aaron L. Albert. Hit me at Instagram at Aaron Albert. Let me know what really resonated and worked for you. I know it's a lot of work to find the job of your dreams or the next job of your dreams. And I would love to know what's helpful or been helpful to you during your own job journey. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Art of Finding a New or Better Job During a Pandemic. This is Aaron Albert. If any of this series has helped you in any way find a new or better job, please share it. Share the episodes online at your social portals. Feel free to take a picture of any of the steps that represented that did a great job for you in finding a great new opportunity. Share those. Tag me personally online. I would love to see your feedback and see what's going on and what's resonating with you all out there. On Twitter, my handle is at Aaron L. Albert. Over at Instagram, I'm at Aaron Albert. And of course, I'm on LinkedIn. And The Edutainer is also on Facebook. We look forward to your posts, tweets, comments, and I hope something inside of this series has been helpful to you. Everybody take care and I'll be back again soon.